0: hope that this finds you all well. Welcome to Godly Time Out. First, I would like to thank you all for the opportunity to be of service to you through prayer. I will be primarily reading from a KJV Bible, but may use other translations for further transparency. At the end, I will pick from a box of verses, which has four themes of faith, hope, comfort, and love. I generally pick on one of these themes, and I find that it's a summary of all that I've said. I will also be choosing from a box of conversational cards, and they're kind of just in a personal cards that helps me know a little bit more about you and helps me connect with you in prayer. So feel free to answer these questions when you submit your prayer request. I look forward to learning a bit about you. I would like to say thank you again for trusting that I will listen to you with a non-judgmental ear. I want to thank you again for just sharing your request with me and just trusting I would just see your request with a non-judgmental ear and stand in agreement over healing, over restoration with you. So I'm just going to get into what what the Word, what God was telling me about pain What I was talking to God about. I am going to be reading from an NI Bible today. So, while I was talking to God about pain, there was so much that came up with this because this is such a subject that I understand so deeply. It was so curious to be speaking to the Holy Spirit about pain because when we think about pain we think about the natural physical response to the stimuli that we're experiencing. But in truth, pain is a signifier of the fact that we are alive. Pain is also a warning of what we are doing wrong. You see, if we did not have pain, then we wouldn't know what we were doing wrong. Think about people in this life who have disorders where they don't feel any pain. They put themselves in circumstances so they can feel a modicum of pain that we do. So pain is an identifier of what you're doing wrong. Pain is also an identifier of how you may lean closer to God. So why do I say that? Did you know that sometimes in this life, our pain can be so magnified that it becomes idolatry. Now, why do I say that? There was this book a few years ago, and this came to my remembrance as I was speaking to the Holy Spirit about pain. It was a doctor that wrote it. I don't remember the book. He was speaking to a patient who had a significant amount of pain. Now, one thing that pain does is that when you are in pain, it clouds your mind, it clouds your thinking, and you begin to really worship that pain. The quote that I will never forget that this doctor said to this patient was that, you are worshiping the volcano God of pain. What? What could that possibly mean? Think about it. When you are in pain, the last thing you wanna do is either exercise that muscle, or really do anything physical to combat the pain. What is the first thing you're likely to do when you're in pain? You're gonna take some painkillers. You're gonna do other things to numb the pain. While you're numbing the pain, you're not actually treating the root cause of pain, which means that pain is gonna come back, which means you are actively putting in effort to cause yourself more pain. Do you feel me? Now, this is not to say, like, I don't empathize with you, because trust me, I get it. This is why I was having a conversation with God about pain, because it was very convicting for me, which is why I found it so interesting that the next day, somebody in my sphere of influence also talked to me about pain. Back to my point. When you are in pain, that pain becomes so magnified in your mind, so magnified in your reality, that you forget who God is, that pain comes into the place of God. And what do we know God is? God is our Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Oh my God, do you hear me? You are inadvertently worshiping the volcano God of pain. You have used pain as your idolatry while you are not focused on God as your Jehovah Rapha, your healer, your God in whom you trust to heal you from the inside out. I want you to think about it right now in your lived experience. How do you identify your pain? How do you take care of your pain? And what do you do to ensure that you are no longer in pain? Because if the answer is that you are focused on the pain, not focused on God who is your healer, If the answer is you straight away take painkillers instead of identifying the root cause of your pain, and if it is you have not taken other steps to ensure that that pain is going to go away and you're not trapped by chronic pain, then you might be having pain as an idolatry. I know this is not something people really have thought of because it blew my mind when I had this revelation, something that I did in my life. Now, let's bring it back. See, when we know God as our Jehovah Rapha, our healer, guess what that does to us? There's a peace that surpasses our understanding, which guards our minds and our hearts in Christ Jesus, which therefore corrects the misperception of pain in our mind, which therefore literally reduces the cortisol levels occurring in our body, which literally allows our body's natural healing system to activate. Think about what it means to have peace and how that transforms you from inside out. Now, this is not to say you don't have to take active steps to heal your pain. I'm talking about steps that ends up God's will being done in your life because you are delivered. You are healed in the spirit realm. Now we're trying to pull that down into the natural realm. I want you to hear me what I'm talking about. What does God being your Jehovah Rapha mean to you? What does it mean to have total restoration in your life? Now, let me go back to what the first thing God sent in my mind and this is our favorite one it is Isaiah 53 5 and it says but he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed Jesus already received the pain that we are supposed to receive and it is our faith in Jesus that brings forward the reality of God as our Jehovah Rapha therefore reducing the pain response in your body. I hope you're catching me what I'm talking about. What does it mean to trust Jesus? Your faith in Jesus is so strong that you know by his stripes you are healed. The Steps that God has ordered for you are supplemented with the knowing that God has healed you with his most beloved son in whom he shows you that he loves you. Oh, my God. I hope that's hitting you as much as that hit me when I was having this conversation with Jesus. I was having, it was so spicy to me. I didn't know what I could do. I thought I was making some correct soup. I was like, wow, this is hot, Jesus. Okay. This brought me then to Psalm 41, 1. And it says, the Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them to full health. What? We said God is our Jehovah Rapha, our healer. And it now says the Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. Other translation says restores them to full health. We're talking about total restoration in your body that the Lord has already given you, which is already done done God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven God's will is you healed God's will is you without pain God's will is you delivered from whatever physical afflictions that are bothering your life God's will will be manifested in real time in natural trust God as your Jehovah Rapha what am I talking about let's go back to Jeremiah 33 3 and he says call to me and I will answer you, and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. Are you trusting God as your Jehovah Rapha? Are you trusting God as the God who restores you to full health? Are you perceiving the new thing God is doing in your life, the version of you without pain? This brings me to Psalms 37. It says, The steps of a good man are established by the Lord who delights in his ways. Something like that. You see, when you draw nearer to God, when you trust God, God orders your steps. We already know that God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This healing that you require is done. you are free, you are walking, you dancing, all the things you are doing, split stretching your back like you had never been hurt before. Now how do we get to the point where we have that in our natural? God orders steps and emboldens us to take those steps. Are you listening to the steps God has ordered for you? Now this brings me back to the book. Where the doctor told his patients, you are worshiping the volcano god of pain. Another way we worship pain. Have you ever heard of the concept of use it or you lose it? You see, we as humans, we tend to not be physically active enough that we lose muscle tone. We lose joint fluidity. We lose the natural God-given ability to be healed. And when you are in pain, it is a direct sign that you either misused or abused or did not use your natural abilities. And this is not a judgment because I feel you. I get it. Sometimes one of the steps that God is going to give you in the correction of the pain you have is exercise. And at first, it's going to hurt you to exercise your back. But exercising your back is going to strengthen your muscles, strengthen your joints, strengthen you so that you no longer have pain. And I'm saying this as a living witness. I'm somebody who struggles with back pain, with hip pain, with neck pain, with joint pain. And I have seen a significant difference since I started going back to the gym in January now in my pain levels. And the first time I went to the gym, I literally cried in public because I was in so much pain. I cried. So I'm telling you that if I can do it, you can do it too. Another step God is going to tell you, you might have to go get a physical so you can see to what degree of exercise you can actually do to help yourself. You might need to go to a chiropractor to go get alignment to see to what degree are you misaligned? Are you arthritic? What's going on with your body? So you know how you can uphold your alignment and how you can actually take better care of yourself. These are the steps God gives you so you can actually reach that total restoration that you have already received in spirit. I went... To Jeremiah 33, this whole chapter is talking about the promise of restoration, right? We're talking about, you know, Judah, Israel, disobedience, all that good stuff, and God just letting the devil do whatever. But God always promises restoration to whom he delights, right? Now, Jeremiah 33, you know, after God saying, call to me and I will answer you. 336 now says, nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Then 7 says, I will bring Judah and Israel back from captivity and will rebuild them as they were before. I want you to think about it. You are calling on to God you are following the steps. And then God says, God will bring healing and health to you. He will heal you and let you enjoy abundant peace and security. He will bring you back from the captivity because pain traps you. It traps you in your mind. It limits your abilities, your capacity. God will bring you back from captivity and rebuild you as you were before. What God's will being done on earth as it is in heaven. Catch me what I'm saying here. The last scripture I had for you was Ezekiel 37. Now I'm going to. Paraphrase this. This is about the valley of the dry bones, right? So Ezekiel has a vision. The Spirit of the Lord was on him. He was in a valley filled with dry bones, right? And basically, the Lord breathed life into the dry bones. That's really the thematic representation we're seeing here. This is what I am seeing for you. I urge you to read Ezekiel 37 1 to 14. This is the part I'm talking about, the Valley of the Dry Bones. But for you, let's start from 9. Then I will stop at 5.14. So I'm going to do my best to read this quickly. Anyway, so 9 says, Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy. Son of man, and say it, this is what the sovereign Lord says Come, breathe from the four winds, and breathe into the slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. And then he says, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then my people will know that I am the Lord and I will open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land, and then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord." I prophesy over your life that God will breathe life into your dry bones. I prophesy over your life that God will just breathe life and there will be a total restoration over your entire body. Every single cell in your body is being renewed and restored by the power of Jesus. Father Lord, we just ask you, just command your angels to go before you and just breathe life. A total restoration, a cell turnover, a restoration in your bones, in your joints of fluidity in your cartilage, just a healing in your body from inside out. Breathe life into your dry bones and we praise God for being a Jehovah Jireh. We praise God for being a Jehovah Rapha. We praise God for being a Jehovah Goel. We praise God for being a Jehovah Selim. We praise God for being a Jehovah Shalom, our peace that surpasses our understanding so we may be restored in our minds so that we may understand that you are God in whom we trust. You are the God who just heals. You are the God who delivers from all physical affliction. You are the God who breathes life into a dry bone. You are the God who rebukes the devourer on our behalf. You are the God who heals us from inside out. You are the God who grants us peace. And I praise God in advance for doing such a kind and mightyful thing in your life. So you may stand up. So you may stand up as a beautiful and powerful man of God that you are. Without pain, I praise God in advance for you, for doing a new thing in your life. The version of you without pain. Now I encourage you to take the steps that God has ordered for you. Continue praying, continue trusting, and take the steps that God has for you. Because total restoration, healing in your physical body is your portion healing in your physical body is your portion. Our body naturally degenerates as we get older. We are equipped to ensure this process is a lot smoother than we allow ourselves to. So I encourage you to build your capacity. I encourage you to strengthen your ability. I encourage you to strengthen your body so that you may be free from physical affliction because God does not want you to be in pain. And as we remember by the stripes of our most beloved brother, the one who died for us, the one who loves you so much, you are healed and The second to the last thing I have is I'm going to pick from the box of verses. I am choosing from hope. Okay, I find it ironic that I chose from hope on account of the last thing I read was from Ezekiel, talking about the lack of hope. Anyway, I am picking this card. What does this card say? And this card is... Okay, Romans 8.25 says, But if we hope for what we do not yet have, We wait for it patiently. May the peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard your heart. Guard your mind. And increase the fruit of the spirit. Increase the patience. So that you may receive that healing. That you so righteously deserve. Because healing starts in our spirit. In our mind. And because there's a lack of stressors. Our body is now even more equipped, even more encouraged naturally to release those natural painkillers, to release those natural healing processes so you may be renewed from inside out. I'm going to pick from just one of the conversational cards. I wonder what card is going to be chosen. Ooh. Okay, so I'm choosing from fun. Okay, and the question for you is... Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Fascinating. I want you to think about that. Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? And it makes me think of Romans eight twenty eight, And it says, All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. Now, if all things are working together for your good... That means that there is a reason for your pain. There is a purpose for your pain and it's working out for your good. You're just going to have to find out what the good is later. Maybe the good is you're going to end up going back to the gym or going to the chiropractor and then you're going to end up being totally ripped in five months. I don't know. You're just going to have to let me know. (laughs) In any case, I just want to say may God bless and keep you. May God make his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you, turn his countenance towards you and continuously grant you peace throughout all your lived experiences. I am praying for you. I'm praying for your family. And I love you with the love of Christ, my guy. Keep your head up. Okay. And so supplements that I use, I take extra magnesium, zinc, and calcium. I also take tart cherry because it's great for just inflammation in general. And Helps the less burning when you work out with the lactic acid. I also eat a lot of anti-inflammatory foods. And I use glucosamine, potassium, phosphate to help my joints. So I don't know if any of those supplements will be helpful for you. So And I really just do my best to not to take painkillers. Because you want to know where that pain is coming from. And you want to target the root cause of the pain instead of just numbing it. Yeah? So hopefully any of that was helpful. Please let me know if you have other questions. All right. Bye.